we're having a conversation. <laughs> oh, we oh we are okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna keep doing the thing that we were doing, but I don't know if you had some other thing that you wanted no, 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 to do. Conversation is good. It Awkward nice. silence is fine with me sounds too. Nice. But we gotta accentuate our adversarial relationship for for the purposes <laughs> of podcast drama. Yeah, we don't get along. You are the serum inside the needle. Because when the T Rex comes out, I loved that part. That was a good story. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hildo Spills the Beans. Tonight, I have my producer. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) Yes, we're taking a dive. Hildo's Beans goes behind the curtain to meet Jeff. A.K.A. Dr. Wicked. A.K.A. Dr. Wicked. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Wicked. Yes, I am the the mischievous force behind the production of this podcast, and I'm happy to be in front of the mic. I'm excited that you're here, too. Before we get started, though, I want you to promote Ride or Die a little bit, because I think it's awesome. So I've always wanted to be a mad scientist, and that's what I've kind of become. So I'm Dr. Wicked, because that's the mad scientist I play on the internet. But uh, the main thing, and I've actually been working on some updates lately, is Write or Die, which is a, a an application to help people keep writing. Basically, the, the principle is whenever you're writing, feedback is too far away. Like you're writing, you have a blank page in front of you, and there's there's nothing to reward or there's no rewards or consequences until you either submit the story or turn in the story or you still have to slog through writing the story without any kind of feedback or encouragement or or anything and it leaves you to procrastinate which, so yeah which is totally true for me like whenever i'm writing something i think like i could I, be doing anything else i know now I, get, I am doing anything else i get well and i get stuck in this cycle of doubt like this is not very good yeah, and the thing is you gotta you gotta keep doing it. And that's what that's what Writer Die is trying to do is is it's a first draft kind of tool. So you just get your words out. So the basic principle is you open Writer Die, you set a word goal and a time goal, which is you're you're gonna sit down and write for this amount of time and you're gonna shoot for this amount of words. And as long as you keep writing, everything is fine. Uh, you just get to keep writing. But if you get distracted and you stop writing, then there are consequences. You have either like a cacophony of violins or a, a, a spider that comes up on your screen. Uh, and that's just the, that's just the main <laughs> consequence mode for, for the people who prefer the, the stick part of the carrot and stick equation. There are also some more comfy modes, which are, which are a little bit on the newer side, but so basically it helps you stop procrastinating. Like the what's couple, a comfy mode one? Com- the, the other two modes are reward mode and stimulus mode. Reward mode, <laughs> you, you can say how often you want a reward in reward mode. And then it breaks down your writing session into milestones. So you get a little positive reward when you finish, say, every 30 words or something. So it's like a picture of a kitten pops up or like I've got tibetan bells which is a really cool sound or the like a kitten's purr or just kind of like fun (laughs) positive sounds to to just break up the the writing session into little chunks so it helps you keep moving and then stimulus mode which i've been working a lot on for this latest update um it basically provides like a calming writing environment while you keep writing 
and then returns you to a white page if you get distracted. So oh. there's like there's like ocean sounds and you can do a loop of like the cats purring that are also in reward mode. And then I just figured out um, I can make it so that you can control your own music like playing in VLC, which is a media player. Oh, cool. You can set a playlist so that while you're typing, your music will keep playing. But if you stop typing, your music goes away. So it, it kind of keeps you writing and keeps you working to get that first draft out. So that's what I've been working on and getting it ready for National Novel Writing Month, which is next month. Yeah, perfect timing for this episode to be released. I didn't so, even think about that. Yeah, if you want to check that out, go to writerdie.com and you can tweet me at Dr. Wicked or at writerdie, either of them or me. So that's that's what I've been working on. That's kind of the the mad science-y gist of, of what I do. And the, I mean, the first, the first, um, right at I won, you got some international press for it. Yeah. It's, it's Which gotten pretty cool. Some, my, my finest moment so far is, is when I got a message at the middle of the night that Stephen Fry had bought Writer Die 2. That, that was a, that was <laughs> a happy so cool. day. That made me so That's excited. So, cool. so yeah, it's, yeah. it's been a, it's been a cool project to keep working on and it's fun to, to hack away at that particular I've always liked working and talking about the writing process which is why I go to the writers conventions and stuff like that but but yeah just to to kind of do something instead of the the writing books advice which is just write and it's like well what if you can or what if you get distracted oh here's some mm-hmm. maybe some hacks to help you do it better yeah it's it's a really cool I've I've talked to it's fun because I've I've been out in the wild and people have talked to me about it. Oh, really? I'm like, oh yeah, that's my friend Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> that's or awesome. I'll say, I'll, I'll say, like, I can. I'll be talking about you because you produce the show, and then I'll say, oh yeah, he created the program, right or die. They're like, I know that program. That's really cool. That's, so that's awesome. It's been, yeah, it's been fun. That's good to know. So you've got a good uh, reputation about it. Excellent. Let's get started into the murky depths. So this will be fun. I don't have to give Jeff the spiel, but I already did about taking time to answer your questions and because it'll get edited out. Because if you had said that, I would have edited out. But now I have to edit out <laughs> how you said that I won't have to edit it out. I'm just going to So make, this is going really well so far. Yeah, I'm going to make things so difficult for you. <laughs> You could uh, kind of split up so you do the fir- first uh, and third word of every sentence and then the second word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, you've seen the movie Sneakers, right? Oh, totally. I just watched yes. that the other day. I was getting ready for work one morning and I had the phrase, "Your my voice is my passport <laughs> stuck in my head. I'm my like, name oh. is Werner Brandis. Yeah. Too many <laughs> secrets, Marty. <laughs> Ben Kinsley is so good at that. Oh, he's hilarious. Uh, he's just like g- generically European techno villain. <laughs> we were going to change the world, Marty. Oh, I love that movie. Dan so Aykroyd great. just wants a mini uh, Winnebago. It was the first PG-13 uh, movie I ever saw. I think it was probably for me, too. Nice. Uh, Sheltered Childhoods. Yeah, no kidding. Love that movie. I need to go watch Such it again. Such a great movie. Uh, we've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers. I'm so glad you made me watch that show. Yeah, it took you long enough. And I am literally going to be texting you my movie choices before I watch them. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Dave's bad right. taste in movies. All right. 
you know because all my, you you know all my secrets because just I don't I don't even know where your standards are. Like, well, what are the last three movies you watched? <laughs> See, he already knows. He already knows how much trouble he's in and how right I am. <laughs> all right, all right. I I knew I knew this was going to come up. I'm prepared. I I had a sick day last Saturday. I have had a cold for like two weeks, and I just have not been able to kick it. So Jessica and her parents took our kids away for the entire day, and I was at home all day by myself, which probably happens like once a year. Okay, so I your, mean, your I mean, choices am, on am, this day, how to I'm, spend this day. Yeah, I'm, I'm home alone for like an hour once in a while, but for an entire day, happens maybe once a year. Not very often. It's just the way it lines up. So I watched movies all day. I laid on the couch and watched movies all day. Are you ready for the rundown? I'm ready for the rundown. Okay, the first movie I started out with was Tusk, directed by Kevin Smith. Tusk? Tusk, have you heard of that? I have not even heard of it. Was it later Crazy Kevin Kevin Smith? Oh yeah, it was it's uh it came out 2014. So this guy wrote a Craigslist ad and he said, "I'm this old man. I live in a giant house by myself up in the middle of nowhere in Canada. I've lived an adventurous life and for part of my life I was stuck on an island." by myself and a walrus befriended me and so if (laughs) i want i want someone to come live in my house for free but you'll have duties that you have to perform in order to live in this house with me and one of them is to put on a walrus suit and be my friend again in this walrus suit so kevin smith made a horror movie I think they should maybe keep him from making movies. (laughs) It was with Justin Long and Haley Joel Osment. Oh God, that's that's a pair. It's like the it's like they could have a simper off. (laughs) It was. uh, I'm a Mac. I see dead people. You're never you're never gonna see it, right? No, I'm never gonna see it. Okay, can I spoil it for you? Yes. So the two guys do a podcast together. Kevin Smith in real life has a podcast. They read this Craigslist ad on the podcast and they were joking about how they should make a horror movie about how this guy goes to this house in the cabin. And then they he just made the movie, so, which tells me they just have too much money to throw at Kevin Smith. Clearly. <laughs> so so Justin Long goes to this guy's house. The guy drugs him, chops off one of his legs, which I don't even know why. And then sews him into a walrus suit made out of like human skin. And then Justin Long goes full walrus <laughs> and his mind snaps and he thinks he's actually a walrus. Dear Lord. First of all, why Just, not a narwhal? Uh, yeah, no kidding. That's a good question. Probably the unicorns because they, of the sea. Probably because they have to be in the water at all times and walruses come out. You're really bringing... <laughs> animal behavior into the stitch you into a walrus suit walruses movie. Walruses come out and play. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so okay. So wow. That, <laughs> so that was the first movie I watched on my sick day. Good lord. <laughs> you see what I mean? 
Okay, I think you'll be okay with movie two. We've got but like... you, you start out with a with a appetizer of walrus horror. I don't know. <laughs> You're kind of poisoning the rest of the meal. My thing was I promised John that I would watch this movie. So my word is my bond, man. I needed to watch it. <laughs> did you just make a hook reference? I did. I just <laughs> made a hook reference. <laughs> Run home, Jeff. <laughs> The uh, whole point in that is that he breaks his promise. <laughs> Ineffectual not reference. Later. Not later. <laughs> not later. Late. He learns that he shouldn't. Uh, and then I watched Beetlejuice. Okay. Which holds up. And then I watched half of the first Pirates movie, which I was I was not into that movie, which I love the first Pirates movie, so I don't know what the deal was. And then I finished Jurassic Park 3 because I started it a while ago. <laughs> and I needed to finish it. Why would it. you go back to that movie? <laughs> All you have to do is start the movie, remember how terrible it is, and then not finish it. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't remember how they got off the island <laughs> that time. <laughs> uh, just make something up. Say the professor built a helicopter out of bamboo. Uh, and Vincent Price shows up as a cannibal. Exactly. Um, and then I think that might have been it. Then Jessica came home and we watched Pitch Perfect 2. Good Lord. Rattled out the night with Pitch Perfect 2. Have you seen the first Pitch Perfect? No. It's pretty funny. It's a good eh. movie. Yeah. What what uh, what sways you from seeing that? What's what's holding you back? Let's get you let's get you watching that movie tonight. <laughs> you just told me. What do I need to all do? All the to movies get you that watching? you just watched, <laughs> and now you're going to tell me to take your advice <laughs> on a movie that I should watch. Uh... <laughs> you see the conundrum? <laughs> I do. Do you want to do some questions? Sure, pick me some questions. What is your midnight snack? I take a either like a flax roll or a low carb tortilla, flour tortilla. Okay. Warm it up in the microwave for nine and a half seconds. <laughs> On so, that. Yeah. It's more is, is too much and you can't handle it and it melts the peanut butter to, <laughs> to I'm, I'm spoiler alert, peanut butter. Uh, but yeah, it gets too melty. Okay, so nine and okay. a half seconds is important. Right. Yeah, either your your low carb flour or your your flax roll. Trying so to keep the carbs low. So you send it. You set the microwave for ten, and then just hit it right. Before I usually it set it buzzes. for thirty, and then stop it at twenty one. Okay, microwave design is annoying. Why don't microwaves just have a built in feature where they delete the current time that you entered in an hour ago, so you can just see the the clock at a glance? No kidding. Like, I'm not going to want to, oh, thank God, the microwave saved that time for me. (laughs) Uh, That's got to be programmed in, too. Seriously, like, I mean, put it on a 10-minute timer. Yeah, even... Uh, You know, I put in uh, 30 seconds, and then I use 20 of those seconds. Thank God that 10 seconds is still on there. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) tangent on crappy microwave design. So you get your peanut butter, and you give a nice thin coat to the to the tortilla then you get some butter nice soft butter mix it in with the peanut butter 
Then Ooh. you get some honey and add that to the mix. And it's like this lovely molten honey, butter, peanut butter, taco, burrito thing. That sounds pretty good. That's my midnight snack. I might have to try that. You totally should. It's is delicious. It, is it my microwave's terrible? So I'll, I'm going to take your nine and a half and put it up to 18 probably. Okay. Give it, you see how it, see how you do. <laughs> it's just going to melt. My hand. It's, it's just going to melt through my hand. It's going to be like, it's going to be like, oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That was another movie that I watched that day. Okay. That, that slightly the, brings your average up. It's going to be like the metal, the metal circle that gets burned into that nerdy dude's hand where he's like, ah. That was a really long way to go for a reference. But that's gonna I'm gonna have a tortilla burn in my palm. You totally will. Or like Home Alone when he grabs the the doorknob with an M on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I do. I don't oh. I Yes. That is Joe. another time when someone got burned on the hand. <laughs> but <laughs> this tortilla a... hand burning is a lot like a lot of other hand burnings in okay. that a hand was burned. <laughs> All right, yeah, home alone. Okay. <laughs> He's got he's got the M. I'm doing like the. Uh, I know you can see me. I can't see you, but none of the people I know, none of the but, people that can hear us, can see either of us. So it doesn't but then matter. Home Alone two, he shows Kevin the hand, Whoa. and he's like, "Look at that, boom!" Some poor makeup person had to go dig through the Home Alone archives and find exactly how that hand looked. Are you saying that he didn't actually burn his hand for Home Alone one? Maybe. That was a good answer. So are you still doing close Less to no so. I'm not. I used to do keto, ketogenic diet, which is basically no carbs. Um, or basically my kind of rule was less than 10 grams of carbs for whatever I was eating a serving of. So I'd have a lot of meat and a lot of cheese and veggies and, and not even fruit sugar and no starches so no potatoes or really rice or but now since i'm in austin i've i've kind of i've relaxed that a lot i just eat less often and i've been able to maintain but on that for the benefit of those who don't know me because dave knows this but you don't know this uh, i lost about 110 pounds over oh, the course of probably 18 to 20 months with that diet. So if you can, yeah. if, if you need to lose weight and you can seriously stick to a diet, I'm just going to, I'm going to plug it because it's awesome. No, do it. But you can Google it. I found a lot of stuff on, on Reddit. There's a whole subreddit r slash keto that will give you recipes and encouragement and all that kind of stuff. But it's basically a way to kind of hack your, your body's metabolism um, by having more and more fats, which gets you more full, which gives you better, cleaner energy and helps you burn the existing fat that you have. Because I have uh, more visceral fat, which is less kind of surface or adipose fat, but it's more like within my rib cage and, and closer around my organs and stuff, which is harder to lose, harder weight to lose uh, with many other types of, of dieting. Um, but it, it super worked and... I like it because it doesn't have a lot of wiggle room. Like some diets kind of pride themselves on, oh, you it's relaxed. You can eat whatever you want. Just monitor the <laughs> amount that you eat. But yeah. that doesn't Which work. Which I'm terrible at. Yeah, exactly. Like if there's, if there's wiggle room there, like I will 
gradually eat away at that and until I'm eating an entire pizza and justifying it somehow or, or, you know, I'll just start having this or I'll have, you know, I'll have a little bit of this or this is free. So I'll have to eat it. Um, but yeah, because you can, you have just such a drastically changed diet. It also helps people kind of understand that it's not just, Oh, it's just another diet, blah, blah, blah. Here's another set of weird rules, but it's like, here's the science behind it and here's how this works. And so, so yeah, that's the thing that worked for me. And what's, it works. The di- what's the diet called again? It's ketogenic. It's a type of, uh, With a type a of low carb diet. Yep. K E T O G E N I C. But I, but I agree with you. I think it's easier if you're going to do a diet to, at least for my personality to just say that is not like that. You're not eating that. Because right. then, because I'll be like, oh, I'll just have a spoonful of ice cream, and then it's right. like half the tub's gone. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And and just to to realize how many carbs are in everything. The whole middle of the grocery store is carbohydrates because it's cheap to mass produce and cheap to grow, and yeah, every aspect of it. Well, that's that's geared for the most profit. So that's the other thing we found is like a diet without carbs tends to be in a more expensive diet because it's mostly meat and veggies and those are the two of the most expensive things in the grocery store which yeah exactly because they they kind of cost what they cost i mean a lot of the other carb stuff is you you spend pennies pennies on the the product and then spend a lot of money on the packaging and the advertising and yeah it blew my mind uh i bought four tomatoes at the grocery store and it was almost six bucks like we live in Minnesota where tomatoes, my neighbors are growing tomatoes everywhere. Like, why is this yeah, so expensive insane. right now? These are, fr- and they're grown in Minnesota, but they cost more <laughs> because they're grown in Minnesota. So I, and I wanted to make my own salsa. And I'm like, oh man, this is an expensive jar of salsa. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing, nothing but vegetables in it to make the salsa. Anyway, that's my salsa rant. That was good. Do you like that? It was good. Speaking of money, I like I like the part where you went to the store and the the tomatoes were expensive. <laughs> Blew my mind. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay, next question. Next question. I had such a good transition too. Speaking of money that you spend at the grocery store, if money was no object for you, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Fine. Have you been listening to the NPR pledge drive or something? Like, uh, you don't like that question or my transition? Your transition. <laughs> well, you could edit out the transition. I just want to know the answer to the question, man. Well, I forgot the question. I was blinded by uh, the, <laughs> by the public radio transition. <laughs> what well, I don't you want it, you want like a goofier that's like a youth pastor <laughs> transition <laughs> totally is uh if money was no object what would you do all day jeff i think it would be like i would still create things i would just find other people to pay to create with like people who have skills that I don't have like artists or painters or, or 
filmmakers or whatever, I think it would be really amazing to have like a, a kind of collective where you work on projects kind of like a, be really cool to have some kind of uh almost like a hacker space like i don't mm-hmm. i think minnesota has a couple of those but austin also does where it's kind of like shared working but also shared tools and kind of geeks coming together and and uh just doing whatever projects anyone needs help on and and work in that kind of an environment i would love that but that would be really would be really great so do people do that as a hobby thing or is it a full-time job kind of? Um, that is more like if you, I think it's a lot of startups will use it as kind of office space or meeting space. Like they'll have a, they'll have a conference room that you can use or little offices or just internet or uh, like some of the maker spaces are really cool. They'll have like a 3D printer or a laser cutter or some of the, the more expensive oh, man. maker like tools that would be prohibitive for an individual to buy, but, but put it in a, a hacker space. And I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I would love, I would love to do like a hacker space. Like you're talking about that kind of thing, just being creative with people and having that be our jobs. That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Kind of, kind of Sherlock Holmesy, like, like consulting problem solving. <laughs> yeah. People bring their things there. Figure this out. Make this better. What was the worst job you've ever had? Oh, hands down. I worked for for two weeks overnights at Lund's. Oh, and it overnight. sucked so much. Oh. Yeah, it was like new, or midnight to seven in the morning, constantly restocking shelves. Like for a while, the smell of cardboard just made me feel ill because it was so such an unpleasant job. Oh. Like I just, and I knew I just wasn't wasn't built for that kind of work like it, uh, it just it was gonna eat the rest of my life and my soul so i just like after two weeks i i put in my notice or i just said i'm i'm done i can't do this so that was a um, pretty terrible job um self-inflicted of course unfortunately I well find overnight's too you're already like yeah you just feel sick yeah if you try to go to bed at eight in the morning and then you sleep all through any nice parts of the day and you usually end up sleeping until 11 or something yeah. so you can go to work again just no not worth it unless you have yeah. a particular i don't know metabolic imbalance that makes you good good uh yeah. doing it overnight but there was no one that was well adjusted that worked that job like it was it was yeah not a great job working at oh, best yeah. buy service center was pretty crappy too my main job was was calling people whose computers had been in the service center for more than three weeks to tell them. So by definition, (laughs) yeah, it's no, not to come pick it up, but that it's still going to need work. Oh my gosh. These are more than 21 days old. You need to call these people and say, we still have your laptop or computer and it's not done yet. (laughs) And you had to call people. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the root of my (laughs) hatred of phone calls. It's just like, you'd pray for an answering machine because you're, you're, you're supposed to start at like nine 30 in the morning. So you're waking people up to tell them that the computer that they brought to be fixed three weeks ago still isn't fixed. Yeah. That, that that's, was not a fun That's place. pretty bad. I wanted to work at geek squad, but that was like the, the very darkest version of, of it stuff. That was just <laughs> no fun at all. Okay. So now is the time when I ask you a question. Okay. 
who do you want to have on as your 100th guest? Oh, <laughs> that's really funny because I thought about this today and I said I should really get, I should really do something special for the 100th episode. Yeah, we're, should- we're far. We're far away from that pull some strings but just start i want i want to start thinking about that and i want so i want the answer to that question and we'll see if we can make it happen tom hanks tom hanks wow (laughs) wow wow you sure you sure you don't want like harper lee or i don't know go back in time okay i'll just call up the hanks yeah so there you go there you have it i didn't ask you my uh my go-to end of the evening question what's the best advice you have ever received oh i forgot about this one okay not necessarily the best advice but just a tidbit from from my dad who's uh he does construction like uh industrial commercial acoustics and he taught me that you can pretty much go wherever you want as long as you look like you're supposed to be there. <laughs> so he would tell me about like, he'd just kind of walk on and check out building sites because he happened to have a have a hard hat and he knew how to look like he was supposed to be there. Oh man. And it was just like, that. that's kind of part of the thing of, yeah, you can you can pretty much, and it, you know, I've kind of extrapolated it to, to life advice that just if you're, if you're somewhere you're supposed to be there. You're you're be confident in in where you are, and, and even if the, even if it's a little bit of a you're trying to get away with something, or you're right, you're trying to trying to figure out your your place in the world, or or trying to you know sneak past someone, or or sneak into an interesting place, or just explore to to look like you're supposed to be there and act like you're 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 meant to be there because. I just thought that was a fun bit of advice that I've I remembered from my that's dad. Really good. And I can totally see that in your personality. I think yeah. you're I think you're more adventurous in that way than I am. Where I'm such a I'm such a rule follower. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely more subversive than you are, but I I I'm definitely more afraid of getting in trouble. Like Yeah. So it's kind of it's it, it, there's a weird uh dichotomy see, I don't, there. I don't but. sense that about you. I don't I never I never would be like, "Oh, Jeff's afraid about getting in trouble." I right. wouldn't associate that with you. Yeah, that's why I'm subversive, so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> it's been really fun. It's been awesome. Thank you for having me on the show, as opposed yeah, to for... as opposed to woven through every second and every <laughs> every pause. <laughs> and we need to do this regularly. I think. I think so too. I think we I should think do it on a monthly basis. Maybe cut it down from from two gigantic hours because this is going to be really fun to, to edit <laughs> into something. <laughs> Well, everyone, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Hildo Spills the Beans. Jeff, thank you for being on here. You are welcome. Thank this you for really having fun. me. This is really fun. Even though we didn't get to too many questions, we definitely have plenty to talk about. Uh, and I do want to plan on having you back regularly. I think it would be really fun. Uh, if you want to listen to more episodes, you can look at the website. It's hil.do, Hildo with a dot in the middle. And you can also find it on iTunes. Until next time, when Hildo spills the beans. The beans have been spilled, Jeff.